Hey everybody, and welcome to the Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. Nice to have y'all with me today on this beautiful Monday morning. Hope everybody had a blessed weekend, had a great weekend with family. Got in the church with everybody and enjoyed some good sports. Um, Y'all know how we get started, so let's go ahead and hop up in this prayer and, and get this show on the road. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the... We thank you for the ability to live our life freely. We thank you for the ability to have a God like you that can lead us and guide us in the correct way of life, Lord. I pray that you bless each and every person in this world and you show them that you're so mighty and strong, Lord. And that you give us strength every day to live through you and do right by you, Lord. And I pray for this podcast. I pray we have a good show today. And I pray that you continue to bless this, bless me and my family and everybody else in their family. In Jesus' name, amen. And boy, what a Sunday it was. Um, my NFL playoffs predictions went sideways on half of it, but that's what we gonna get to first. Um, it was a crazy weekend in football again. Two beautiful games. I mean, two beautiful, I mean, fantastic football games can't win on. We're going to start off on the AFC Championship where the Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Kansas City Chiefs 27-24 to in overtime to advance to the Super Bowl for the first time in 1988. Since 1988, sorry guys. This was a great football game. It was a very competitive fourth quarter since, um... The Chiefs started off the game 21-10 at halftime. I mean, like, they was running the table. They were doing it. Cincinnati could not stop them. But they only hit them with three in the second half. And overtime, like, three points. That was amazing by them. Um, That defense locked in, got right, and shut them down. And sent Mahomes packing for the first time in going on three years, not making the Super Bowl. He was They was working on going to the third straight Super Bowl. Um, it looked like they had it in the bag for the most part. And then the third quarter came and Cincinnati just went to work. Um, but we're going to go through the key players. We're going to start off with the quarterback comparison. For the Bengals, Joe Burrow was 23 out of 38 for 250 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. And then for um, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, he was 26 out of 39 for 275 yards with three touchdowns and two picks. He had never threw a pick in the AFC Championship game. He threw two today. And one was crucial in overtime. Running wise, Mixon was twenty. He had twenty one carries for eighty eight yards for uh, Cincinnati and for Kansas City. McKinnon had twelve carries for sixty five yards. So rushing the ball was pretty equal. Even passing was pretty equal for the most part. And then T Higgins for Cincinnati had six catches for one hundred three yards, and for uh, Kansas City, Kelsey had ten catches for ninety five yards. Now, I want to give a shout-out to two of these Cincinnati players. Not really a shout-out, but honorable mention because of what they did. Mixon went. And then when they got to overtime, he went in, man. Mixon did his thing. He was moving down that field to get him in the field goal range to get the game winning field goal. And then T. Higgins. T. Higgins had two beautiful catches in overtime. I mean, them catches went nice. They was clutch catches. I mean, back-to-back catches. That was beautiful. Um... 
then it comes down to what cost Kansas City this game. The last they they got they won a kickoff, and that Kansas City crowd went crazy. They was ready for it. I mean, cause they were like, you know what, we got Pat Mahomes, we got this in the bag, you know. But his first throw, Henderson jumped up to try to block the pass. He he had to overthrow it, which you know that's what he had to do. Now his second throw was horrible. Um, but I call it fifty fifty on Robinson, fifty fifty on him, cause when he threw it, Robinson was not looking on the slant route, but it was to the inside of him, not where it needed to be, but. He was lucky the game didn't end in the pick six because if dude would have caught it, the game would have been over. And then his last throw was just all, I could say all pat, pat, because you threw basically a jump. And I'm not discrediting Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill is a top five receiver, maybe even top three. But he threw the ball in double coverage. And Bates, man, he did a beautiful job tipping it out of his hands and getting it to the defender to get the pick. And ultimately cost him the game because, like I said, T. Higgins and Mixon went right down the field with Joe Burrow. Joe Burr, he did his thing in overtime, and they was able to come away with a win. And it was a great competitive game. I mean, that first half, I mean, Kansas City went down the field three straight drives, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And you thought it was going to be one of them games where they couldn't be stopped. But Cincinnati, they toughened up and did what they had to do to get to the Super Bowl for the first time in, I mean, 35 years, 34 years. I mean, it's impressive. And that shout out Cincinnati, man. Y'all did y'all staying there yesterday and y'all advancing to the Super Bowl. Congrats to y'all. Then we hop on the NFC side where the Rams beat the 49ers 20 to 17 to advance to their second Super Bowl in four years under Sean McVay. This game was so even. I mean, first half was even. I mean, the whole game was really even. The first half, definitely even. I mean, it was not. It was 7-7 at halftime. And then the 49ers had a big old run where they got up 10. It was 17-7 going in the fourth quarter. Just for the Rams, outscored them by 13. The 49ers blew a 10-point lead going in the fourth quarter. And Jimmy G, I don't know what he was thinking on that throw, man. I don't remember what down it was, but that was horrible. He just... Was getting rushed and he just flicked it out there and it was a pick and it cost him the game. He should have just threw it away. Cause I know they was the end of the game and he was trying to make a play at the end of the day. But Jimmy G's not a quarterback to look at and sit there and say, "Give me the ball, I'm gonna take it down the field every time." You know what I'm saying? Jimmy G ain't no P Mahomes, no Matty Ice, no Jerber, no Brady Stafford. He's not one of them dudes. Cause he can do it, you know what I'm saying? But he consistently do it. So he, I think that was a bad play on his part and it really cost him the game. And I'll be honest, I don't know if he'll be there next year after what happened today. I mean, last night. I don't know. But key players part, I'm going to do comparisons for the 49ers. Jimmy G with 16 out of 30 for two and 32 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. And that one pick was what cost him the game. And Stafford was 31 out of 45 for 337 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And running, the leading guy was Debo Samuel for 49ers for 26 yards, and Cam Akers had 13 catches for four, I mean 13 carries for 48 yards. And then receiving Debo Samuel was also the leading receiver with four catches for 72 yards. And for the rounds, Cooper Cup, man, beast, 11 catches for 142 yards and two touchdowns. And shout out to OBJ, man, for going out there and having his first 100-yard receiving game in the last 33 games. He had nine catches for 113 yards. And you know, Cooper Cup had 13 games this year. We rushed 400 yards. I mean, Cooper Cup, he's the best receiver in football right now. And he proved it again today by just being beast. You know, 
Cooper Cup, he's that he's a dude that you can expect to put a stats up. And I think when Stafford got there, that connection just grew him and grew this team. Cause I mean, in the addition of OBJ, is making this team really deadly. And um, I won't do my Super Bowl predictions till Saturday or even Sunday when when I go back up to the studio to do my podcast and I'm gonna film them again. It'll be and it will be on my YouTube channel. Um. But, yeah, I'm sorry. It's going to be bad quality for the rest of this week until we come in for the Saturday and Sunday podcast. Like I said, I'm trying to work on getting to where I can do it all the time. And and another big shout-out to Nathan Collins. He's thinking about doing a monthly subscription, so it might make well I could do all my podcasts at the studio on monthly subscription, which would be dope. And if y'all can pray for that and, and get that in the works, because I love that. But back on what we was talking about, like I said, I'm not going to do the predictions till this weekend. Um, I'm working on getting a guest. For that podcast, it might just be by myself. I'm working on trying to find a guest for it now as we speak. Um, but yeah, I mean, both of these games were good, you know. And both of these games were honestly were interceptions. What really cost the game? Pat Mahomes with him is his in overtime, and Jimmy G with that horrible throw in the end of the fourth quarter with under a minute and a half to go. Um, I'll be honest, I'm shocked Cincinnati's in the Super Bowl. I'm proud of them, no, because, I mean, they literally won four games last year. And about a month and a half ago, none of us would have been talking about Cincinnati's going to the Super Bowl, but they are. And I don't even consider them an underdog no more. I mean, I agree with what Tony Romo said Sunday night during the game because this team has beat the top two teams in the AFC on the road through their defense, you know. And this defense ain't no joke, and the Rams' offense ain't no joke. But I think the Cincinnati Rams game is gonna it's going to be just like the end of the end, the end of these other games have been, and I think the way these quarterback plays now and how competitive these playoff games was for the most part this year, I think this is the future to come because, I mean, you got people like Justin Herbert, who didn't make it this year, but, you know, they're going to be in the playoffs eventually. Joe Burrow, um, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, even Jimmy G. These kids are quarterbacks that can compete, man, and I really like it how good they are. And I know I say Jimmy G's not a good I'm the quarterback, but he's a quarterback that's there. And they even got Trey Lance behind him, who I think is going to be the future of this, uh, this league. And I think that it's crazy how all this is unfolded with the NFL playoffs, you know, because these games are really competitive. These games are really close. I mean, we ain't had a blowout in the last two rounds of the play. Last time we had a blowout was the wild card series, you know. And for the most part, all these games have been good. And as a football fan... I love to see it. I love to see these teams out here competing, and they're real close. But, um, yeah, it's been a real good playoff this year for the NFL. I'm really been enjoying it. All my love, being able to dissect these games, you know, because like in blowout games, man, it's simple. The other team outperforms you, you know. It's not much to really talk. I mean, you can talk about you can talk about what other teams' problems are. You know what I'm saying? But like this was probably the best. This is the best playoffs I've ever seen. But that's gonna be it for the NFL side of the part of the show. Now we're gonna hop into NBA. We're gonna talk about my Atlanta Hawks are on this winning streak, got seven in a row as they beat the Lakers 129 to 121. And the key players of this game, which is crazy for the Lakers, was Malik Monk, 33 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists. And for the Hawks, man, it was Ice Trey, 36 points, 12 assists, and five rebounds. My Hawks are on a mission right now, seven. 
game winning streak. And this defense, I know they allowed 120, but this defense is getting better when it matters the most. Like this defense is getting better. If it's, like like Trey Young said, their defense can match their offense. This is they're a threat. I still believe they can make a run, get back in these places, and they can even get out of the. I believe they can still get out of the playing tournament. But I still think they're gonna be in the playing tournament. But the way they're moving right now, the way they're playing, um, this is it's gonna be great. But back to this game, um, for the most part, this was a dog fight, man. This was a great game. I mean, the Lakers did get up by ten twice in the second half, but we bounced back from it. Did what we did. I mean, Trey Young was lighting it up. I mean, we our lives was on point. I mean, we was doing everything we needed to do in this game. And for the most part, comparison-wise, our field goal percentage and turnovers were almost equal. But one of the biggest points in this game was free throws. Now, we shot 65% and they shot 52. But they only went to the line 23 times making 12. We went 32 times making 21. That's nine more points right there. You take that off and we lose by one. And then we did out-rebound in 45-38. And another thing was points in the paints. With the laws we was able to do with Collins, Capella, I can't remember my backup center right now, but with him and that dude right there, probably the future of our Atlanta Hawks. Like when, when Capella hits out his prime, that's probably our starter if he stays with Atlanta. But I mean, we was able to get 12 more points in the paint, seven more rebounds, nine more free throws made. We was able to do all that, and we came, we came back and got the win in the fourth quarter. Had a good old run in the fourth quarter. I mean, we all, I think we all scored them 38 to 20 in the fourth quarter to take this home. You know. And it was, like I said, it was a really great game. I mean, it was really great. It was good. To, it was fun to watch, fun to see both sides back and forth, you know, because the Lakers was, was, was without LeBron, but they did have Westbrook and AD. And to see Monk do that to what happened to him last year was special because, you know, Monk, Monk Kentucky boy, he a wildcat forever. Monk Kentucky wildcats, you know. And shout out to Kentucky for beating Kansas. I ain't – um. Did that? Did that? They gonna be on my show tomorrow. I will be breaking down that game tomorrow. Um, but yeah, shout out Kentucky for that big old dub against Kansas this weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean this is a great competitive game, and I really was so happy to see the Hawks doing so well right now. Cause I mean, you think about their game away from being back five hundred, put us twenty five and twenty five. So if we can get eight in a row, we're back at five hundred, which is a great. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people won't say that's great because I think you're only twenty five and twenty five, but considering seven games ago. We was 17 and 25. That's impressive, you know. Or 18 and 25. That That's impressive. That we're, we're building and we're progressing and we're getting better. You know. And that's the thing you want to see from your team. You want to see your team never give up on this season. Never. Now, I understand if you like the Magic, who's got like nine, win, nine wins. And like, I think 40-some losses that you know your season's over at that point. But to see them still fighting because this is this is a playoff team. This is a team that took the defending NBA champions in six games last year. Even with Trey Young, because I know Giannis was hurt too. But we had to deal with Middleton, who was on fire that series. But I still say this Hawks team, they stay together and they grow. This is the future of the N- N- NBA. This is a NBA champion team in the future. Maybe not now, but in the future they grow. Because I mean, Trey Young just got... It's an all-star starter for the Eastern Conference. Shout out to Trey, my boy Ice Trey. He did his thing this year. He's been doing his thing this year. Proud of that. Um, we got, a, we got, and we might have a couple more all-stars get selected as reserves. So I mean, we're having a great. Considering where we started, 
And then we had that little seven games when we got back right. And then we had this horrible run. Like, we think we lost like 10 straight home games. Considering where we're at now, our season is going great. We just got to continue to build on it, continue to grow, and get this winning record and get, get these playoffs again. Because I think we can make another run. Now, the biggest thing with Atlanta is their defense. If they can, like I said, if they consistently get defense right and match their offense, they're going to be they're deadly. Because, I mean, when they're on offense, it's a wrap, man. They can score, but their biggest problem is defense. I mean, Katray is undersized, you know. And Katray is undersized. It's hard for Trey to guard any point guard in the NBA for the most part. Most of them are bigger. Like, Curry's bigger. I mean, Kyrie's bigger. I mean, they're just bigger than him. Trey is a real small point guard for the most part. You know, because he's not really heavyweight. He's not really tall. Tall. You know, he's no most time he's the shortest player on the court. Even when he's guarding somebody that's the same position, he's shorter for the most of the time, you know. So I think if they get the defense right, they turn this around, and this is and this ends up being a great season for Atlanta. We can get in the playoffs and try to do what we do, make a run, and show everybody what we made of. But, yeah, I know like, these last two podcasts were long, but that's really going to be it for today. Um, And like I said, man, I appreciate all y'all. Appreciate all the love and support. I appreciate everybody tuning into my podcast. The ones that've been tuning in daily. Uh, I'd like to make an announcement on my anchor app. We are twenty four viewers away from me getting a sponsor. Where I get the sponsor, where I get a sponsorship. Why will we get started to get make more money off of my podcast? So I appreciate all y'all that's been listening. I appreciate all y'all that's been that's got on my YouTube and watch my video. I, people, the people that's been tuning in on Spotify, y'all appreciate y'all so much. Y'all don't understand how much it means to me because I'm trying to live my dream and do what I love to do the most. And it's, it's only up from here, man. We got to keep our foot on that gas pedal. Don't touch that brake pedal, you know. We just got to continue to keep doing that. But I'm going to hit us with this prayer. And we're going to get this Monday started. And then we're just going to kick it and keep moving and moving and grinding, guys. Let's get it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another great podcast, another banger show. Thank you for the ability to sit that you're letting me do what I want to do in my life. Thank you for giving me the freedom to talk about the stuff I love. Thank you for giving us life. And I pray me doing my podcast shows of the young bucks that they can do what I do. Or they can live their dream and do what they want. Because at the end of the day, man, you control. We control what we do. But if we go through you, you control our mindset. Because you are our Lord and Savior. You are the person that we should go to in hard times. The person we should go to when we're struggling. We should always go to you. And... I think it's a, it's a it's beautiful what you've what you've done to me in my life and what you've done to me and my family, and I pray that you continue to bless other families and show them your way so we can show them your way ourselves. And I pray, like what I mean is like I pray that we can, I can get stronger where I can show people your way. I can reach out to somebody and show them you're so powerful and strong. And I pray that everybody has this blessed week and their families are safe and they have a good work week and that day. Continue to tune into my podcast. Continue to show me the love, Lord. It's a blessing what you've given me right now. I pray for everybody and their health and safety. And I hope you all have a great week in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. I appreciate y'all for tuning in today. We'll be back here nine 9.30 sharp tomorrow. I'll see y'all then. Remember, it's all gas, all brakes, all 2022. All right, peace, y'all.